Welcome to the Marvelous Tea Podcast. My name is Anaí Garza. And I'm Alessandra Garcia. And today we'll be talking about the ways Marvel has failed Black Widow in the MCU franchise. Hope you guys enjoy it. Before we begin talking about our main topic, I want to do a quick overview of who Black Widow is for those who may have forgotten or would just like to have a review of her. So Black Widow, otherwise known as Natasha Romanoff, first made her debut in Iron Man 2. We don't ever really dive into her backstory like we did for the other main Avengers. However, we do get glimpses of it every once in a while. In Age of Ultron, where Wanda Maximoff went into her mind, we saw that she had to go through rigorous training and had to do a whole sterilization process for her graduation at the Red Room. She had to be trained to be a spy who could move as swiftly as a ballerina, but would also be able to kill immediately when without any problem. But other than that, her story never really revolved around who she was in the past, but who she was in the present. We saw that she's an independent woman who knew how to stand for herself and knew how to protect for herself. She never needed anybody to be there to do that for her. We see that she's very altruistic and has been very considered throughout her life. We see it in the very end of her life where she sacrifices herself not only to ensure that the effects of Thanos snap were reversed but also that Hawkeye's family had somebody going back to them. We also see that in Age of Ultron that she is able to kind of calm down the Hulk by singing the lullaby. Similarly in Captain America Silver War at the end of that movie we kind of infer that she took Wanda under her wing as we see that both of them have dyed their hair to be a different color in order to blend in with the group and not be easily as recognizable. So with all this being said, you would have thought that Marvel would have treated her so well for have been not only just the first female superhero in the MCU, but also being part of the original six. However, we soon start to realize that that isn't necessarily true. Okay, so now that we've gone over that, I want to start to ask the question, well, why did Black Widow play an important role in our lives? Like, for me, I don't think you probably experienced this, but I did. I was told growing up, like, hey, you shouldn't like Marvel because that's for boys. I mean, it's dominated by male superheroes, right? Like, why wouldn't people think that? And, like, I understand that, but I prefer not to do it. I was told, like, go play with your dolls or go do some anything that a girl should be doing, which is kind of, like, why I never started to do my makeup until I was, like, almost in college because I didn't want to be told that I had to do what a girl was meant to do. So to see Black Widow on screen not doing really what like most girls were told to do which is inspiring for me like she literally became the girl I wanted to be in life or the woman right because she told me like hey you're your own person don't let anyone else tell you to do anything because like that's not how life is supposed to be like that's what she taught me and I love it yeah no I I really liked her because she was really the first um strong female presence in the MCU and she was she was so different from like what you would normally see in you know an action movie or anything and she was really interesting because she came you know really mysteriously and everybody really couldn't figure out but you know like she really showed how strong and independent she was because she was just she was a regular person um with a background in in you know like martial arts and all that kind of training so she was really just trained to to fight she didn't have any of the powers or technology that everyone else had you know it was all down to her in her strength and determination and i think that's what made her so special from everyone else oh i totally agree i think probably the one moment that i fell in love with her was that scene in the first avengers movie where she's just she's tied up and she's like she looks scared, but she's still, like, calm at the same time. And, like, mm-hmm. she's on that phone call where she mutes him, right? And she manages to beat everyone else up while still being tied to a mm-hmm. chair. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Like, it kind of shows you, like, you don't have to have all these superpowers to be able to, like, defend yourself. You yeah. can do it on your own. 
I, I saw this thing and I just thought about it right now that during that scene they talked about how it was, it was really cool that you know they're they're thinking that they're interrogating her but really she knows that she's the one interrogating oh, yes. them oh herself and I she says that on the that. phone and so it just shows how she she used her femininity to like kind of like switch the roles and like make them think that she was you know this damsel in distress when she was really the ones who she was fooling exactly oh my god like that just makes you such a better character like i never thought about that but like i totally agree that's exactly like what i probably should have gotten from that scene like i just i found it amazing how she was just calm the entire time and like she just did it without like complaining or without having any issue i mean that's just amazing and she just walked off like everything was like yeah. all going for her. i loved it i was like that's who i want to be in life i want to do that so like that's just it's like it's amazing how she plays a big role for us okay my last question before we get started is what are your thoughts of marvel's portrayal of black widow and see like what did you think well i i think she was a very a very dynamic character she had you know so much going on did i think that they could have handled her story better yeah probably <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> I, I think they could have you know handled her her story and how she played a role in the mcu a lot better but you know i think her character herself you know personality wise i think she was just such a role model to a lot of people so i think they did good on that but you know i know how you feel about how they really um dressed her can oh, yeah. be kind of you know something up for, up for debate but other than that i think her character was you know i think they did a good job with that so now that we've talked about this i want to kind of talk about what people have been saying regarding this topic in the past so traditionally female characters are seen as the down tools in distress in comics they're the ones who need protection they need to be saved and like so forth and so forth they're just like inferior to men just like society says they are so to kind of further elaborate on this there's a quote made by hillary pennell and elizabeth bam morowitz who said superheroes are men because men are understood as protectors in our culture and women more often appear as victims so what i understand from this is that women are essentially like a prize a reward for these men's hard work and like good deed like they kind of just think okay i did this now where's my like reward for this right like i did something good i deserve something for doing that right which is kind of upsetting to think it's because like well women aren't prizes right mm -hmm. we're not objects we're just like you men right so like i don't really believe in that and i don't understand why people were okay with allowing that to happen in comics well i definitely <laughs> agree it's something you see a lot in in tv and and literature and, and movies it's, it's something that's been somehow ingrained in our culture to be normal and you see it so much and I, I also just don't understand because, you know, it, it, we're not some, like, women shouldn't just be someone to, you know, be there on the sidelines just so we can either be saved or show that, you know, like, these men are superior and strong. Like, we shouldn't just be, like, there to be reinforcing that ideal. Yeah, like, we're not motivations for these people. Yeah, like you said, like, we're, we're women aren't just props, you know, they're not just there to be looking pretty and and wait around for like some man to come and exactly save yeah. the day or make them look you know make themselves look better so i i definitely agree with you because it's just they're more than just side pieces you know they actually <laughs> they're usually very valuable and very um 
very independent and that's how they should be portrayed as independent and not someone who needs to rely on a man exactly and it's kind of upsetting is that this dance on the stress title may eventually turn out to be either a love interest or maybe turn to a side character and maybe even both and a perfect example is pepper pot yeah she was there just to serve him from the exactly, beginning i know she was literally there just to be sidelined and help him however much he needed and you can tell like just from that first Iron Man movie, how smart she was. Like, she was incredibly valuable to him. But, I mean, that doesn't mean that's all she should have been. I mean, she was such a, a smart and and resourceful person. Like, exactly. We see she went all the way to be the CEO of Stark Industries. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell she had so much going for her. But, like, because of that title, it just didn't stick with people. And she just went down the drain yeah. as a character, which is so upsetting. So, like, when Marvel decided to do something like that for Black Widow, like, we know that did not sit well. Like, yeah. the, the idea of it was super consistent. Like, they had tried to make her love interest for Hawkeye, Captain America, and Hulk. And, like, they never stuck with one person. They always no. changed it to be somebody else. Like, why did you just pick... I know that's something that I know upset a lot of people and upset me because, that one, they couldn't decide who her character was really going for and it wasn't okay that they thought that they could just throw her around to whoever no matter like you know how her character was oh yeah in the story exactly. at that point they kind of just adjusted her to whoever was her love interest in that movie or seemed to be the love interest and so it was it was really annoying to see that that she was just kind of there you know, like all over the place, like she wasn't really constantly moving closer towards someone. And that just like kind of like belittled her in, in a way to me. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Bora, who is a pop culture critic, had this to say, and I think it really just summarizes what we're trying to show. She said she had been dance mold, that she had been disempowered, that somehow having a love interest was taking something away from her, which I completely agree. Mm -hmm. By giving her that title of now being someone's love interest, you are now making her inferior to that person. Like, yeah. there's no point in making her somebody's love interest. Let her be her own person. She doesn't mm -hmm. need somebody in there in her life to do this for her, right? Like, mm -hmm. I loved her because she broke that correlation between being a female character and being a side character and or love interest, right? That's why I love Black Widow. So to be told that she's not going to become someone's love interest doesn't say right with me, right? Because I don't want to know that she has to, like, deal with somebody, right? Like, to be their second hand or anything like mm -hmm. that. Because, I mean, you can say the female's more superior, right? But there's going to be times where, like, no, people are immediately going to think, okay, well, you're the male in the relationship. You're going to be the one making the decisions and everything. Mm -hmm. Once you know that's not how Black Widow is. Okay, so another topic that has been talked about and I think is very important is uh, her costume design. I feel like you, as somebody who likes theater, can agree with me saying that costumes play a pivotal role in the production or play, whatever it is, right? As for Black Widow, I think her costume design kind of isn't the best, in my opinion, because of the amount of cleavage that is exposed for her. I understand her, her title is a spy, right? It, it makes sense why she would have a skin-tight outfit. She needs to move freely, right, without so many restrictions. It makes sense. What it doesn't make sense to me is the fact that she needs to have so much of her chest exposed. It just makes it seem like it, she's targeting towards a specific audience, the male audience, right? Like, I know I felt really uncomfortable seeing it on screen, like, the fact that she had so much of her chest exposed. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's not really what I want to be seeing, right? I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see her body. I wanted to see her, her as herself, right? Ingrid Maria Frentman, who wrote a thesis regarding female characters in comic books, had this to say, and it really, it's really important. The only difference between a suit from the comic books and the suit in the movies is that the ones in the movies had been fitted with a cleavage as exposed to the original tunic in order to affirm that Black Widow's attractiveness to the male audience, which is exactly, I 100% agree with that. Like, they kind of mm -hmm. made it seem where she was just for male characters. 
Yeah, no, I agree because it's it's something that you notice in every movie that I, I don't understand, but every single movie you notice that they have her zipper down a little bit, you know, to show more cleavage and everything. And I understand like, you know, women empowered by, you know, certain things like that, but I don't understand why they do it every film. I I think she's so strong and, and confident in her abilities, so I don't understand why they feel the need to do that every film because like you said, that really garners male attention and that tends for you know the audience for males to overlook her other qualities when you know there's so much more to that and exactly yeah like they kind of look away from the fact that there's more to her than her beauty right she's mm -hmm. like we've mentioned an independent woman like i think that while they're focused so much on how she looks that they kind of disregard the way she is as a person and i think that really ended up affecting her character as the movies progressed right especially in Avengers endgame where they kind of killed her off really early which i was like okay that's a little strange right like why i killed her off so early right like i think her death was really overlooked in, the, in that sense because yeah. of that like people in the movie actually like they didn't really weren't really concerned with it in a sense like the main the original five avengers had probably at least one scene where they focused on that like mm -hmm. on remorse for that but I, I think you can only see the main emotions were from like captain america and hawkeye right but it's like that's one scene and there was no funeral and like you can argue well gamora didn't have that same treatment right but the difference is that gamora still came back for the movie like the end of the movie although it's not the original gamora they're still gamora now in this timeline right it's like black widow didn't get any of that treatment yeah. she was thrown under the bus as soon as she died that was it like yeah. no funeral nothing like yeah i think they made the wrong move putting her death so early in the, in the movie because they didn't really have time to kind of grieve enough because they you knew that they still had a lot of more work to do and things to get done so you know even though she was such a significant character in the whole franchise they kind of overlooked it you know and and focus more on like yeah, iron man it right? was just really subsided and like you said it was pretty much just focused on on um tony stark's death towards the end so exactly yeah and i think also i i don't know if, if you heard this i was hearing some fans wish cockeye was the one who have died instead and like i get yeah. it and i understand the importance of black widow of dying in that scene like we saw that it she was just doing it for the good of other people, right? But I, I do get why people would have liked Hawkeye to have died. He doesn't play as a pivotal role as she does in these movies. And, like, I honestly, I wouldn't have liked anyone to have died in the mm -hmm. end, right? But, like, I understand where they're coming from. Had Marvel decided, had better decision-making towards her character, maybe fans wouldn't have been super upset with all these issues, right? Her costume mm -hmm. design, her love interest. Like, just if Marvel had just paid more attention to making her just her own independent person instead of being somebody else's person mm -hmm. maybe like fans would have been so upset especially the female community right because yeah. you're one of she's kind of our representation that's us in the mcu yeah i know um i think the, i think a part of her death being not as you know a big deal to some people is because we didn't even really get to know her whole backstory or get to know her so well because she was constantly just helping other people oh, on their yeah. own missions or just paying a, a potential love interest and you know there was she was constantly helping others we didn't really get to focus on her character too much of the time because you know this the whole time in every movie she's just helping people on that mission exactly so yeah. there wasn't a lot of time to really you know uncover who she really was and and really like get into the nitty-gritty of 
all her relationships with like every other character exactly yeah i just think in the end marvel should have made better decisions yeah with those better decisions fans would probably be more happy and more excited about her upcoming movie and so forth right so so that's it about what we have for what, what has been talked about in the past now we want to start to get into how i found all this information that i'll be talking about in my findings okay so for my research methods it took a little outside of the box planning to do this i had to kind of like step outside of my life right now and think of what it was like to be a black widow fan i thought back to my childhood and hey i didn't have merchandise for black widow so much so what was this reason so i looked into that i found quotes from kevin feige who if you don't know is the ceo for marvel as of right now to kind of get his like personal statement and i feel like by finding his sayings like it's more important because he has such a high role up in marvel in the end my research methods helped me really set up everything that i wanted to say and get me ready to actually suck talking about my findings which we are about to talk about okay so the first thing i want to talk about from my findings is the fact that for a specific time period it was super difficult to find black widow merch like it was crazy i remember growing up like i always wanted a black widow doll like so badly because like why wouldn't i want a black widow doll right like Mm -hmm. and like i could never find a good quality one for it It was always like they were either very cheap they were like nothing Mm -hmm. like her or they were just like either super expensive look exactly like her but it was like a collector's item, and I didn't want to spend $200 for it. Like, that's, I think, overpriced yeah. for adults. So, that was always a hassle. And, like, I, I never understood why there was a reason for it, right? Like, you you like, you like want to tell me, as from, from Marvel, right? Like, hey, we want females to be mm-hmm. in our fandom, right? Like, well, why prevent me from being able to access that, right? And when you looked at the male superheroes, they always had good quality merchandise. Like, mm-hmm. the shirts were always amazing there, like... Even, like, fake props that people make that are really expensive, they look good. Yeah. Or just, like, the ones for little boys, like, they look like actual products. Mm-hmm. Like, why was it a Black Widow never got that? I never understood that. It, it was really upsetting. I think the one moment that I really found a good Black Widow merch as, <laughs> as I got older was, like, two summers ago when I went to Disney World. And I found a Black Widow t-shirt that looks so good. I mean, like, I bought it, right? Because, like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't I? But, like, it's just, it's crazy that I have to travel just to find good merchandise for her like why can't i find it going to the store it's it's crazy so and they were always it's always been really limited until now that she's getting her own movie oh i'm for sure the only reason that it's really coming out right now is because it's to promote her film yeah if she didn't have a film she would still not have as much and it was like really almost like non-existent like you were saying and it's it's just like questioning like oh is it because she's a woman is it because like she's inferior to all the other avengers when she was clearly an original avenger why is she less important you know it like you're gonna talk about it's not fair for all the other little girls like you who were looking for stuff like that out there yeah exactly like i i know you're saying how because of her movie there's a lot of merchandise coming out like the original plan for when that movie first came out Ulta High decided to do a makeup collab for it. And I immediately, like, I wanted that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I was so happy to finally get something that I mean, now that I like makeup, right? And, like, it's now collaborating with something that I also love. It was amazing to see that, right? But it's just kind of, like, the fact that I had to wait till I'm older, right, just to get merchandise for her is crazy. Like, I just, I didn't get, like, how there's such a time Mm -hmm. gap. She's been introduced for it. Exactly, like. I think it was, like, early 2009 or 2010. I don't remember when Iron Man 2 came out. But yeah, like, it was, like, 2008, 2009. It's crazy how much of a time gap that is between just to get, like, good quality mm-hmm. merch from there. So while I was doing research, I found out that there's one man behind all these issues. And his name is Isaac 
Perlmutter, who was the ex-CEO of Marvel. And according to Vanity Fair, they reported that he had made the decision to scale back production of Black Widow merchandise in 2015 because he believed girl superhero products wouldn't sell. Which is just unbelievable to me. How is it that we as females or young girls at the time, right, were unable to get merchandise for one of our favorite superheroes who had a pivotal role in our lives mm -hmm. because of sexist beliefs? Like, it's it's unbelievable. I don't get yeah. how that's okay. Like, and it's not fair to say that they wouldn't sell because you didn't even try it that exactly. Point. Yeah, like, I, and it's like you didn't give them an opportunity to do it. Mm -hmm. Right now, as we have Black Widow movie coming out, we saw the products were being sold. Right, mm -hmm. people wanted that stuff, which is great. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I, it's either he was just too scared to do it, which is not a good excuse, mm -hmm. right? And like his I beliefs at the time just. It does, it's both of those answers are not good excuses as mm -hmm. to why we couldn't get merchandise thankfully like now we're finally starting to see more merchandise yeah. like i know funko since i collect funko pops right i was able to find some merchandise from her t-shirts like i was mentioning and like the makeup products mm -hmm. like it's good that we finally have that but it's upsetting to know that we had that time period where yeah. it was hard it's to just find a that. little late especially after she's considered dead now. exactly yeah it's like they wait until after she's gone to say like okay now let's start selling her stuff it's, it's yeah. kind of like when a celebrity dies right like okay now their stuff is super like mm -hmm. hard to find and everyone's gonna pay all this money for it right it's kind of like what i feel like this is yeah. and it's like that's not right like <laughs> why do i do that so that was super upsetting like i'm glad stuff has changed now but it's like it shouldn't have been that the mm -hmm. entire time our next topic is going to be about the order of the MCU movies. Marvel did an amazing job with their conclusion to Phase 3 and they're now beginning a Phase 4. And we see this... This is when WandaVision had premiered. As CNBC had this to quote about this, Disney Plus experienced a brief outage early Friday morning around the same time the latest episode of WandaVision premiered. This kind of just shows, right, like... Hey, Marvel fans, we're really excited about what's going on. Mm -hmm. You're keeping us super intrigued about, like, the events of the snap from Thanos, right? And, like, how people were dealing with those effects. Because we saw the ending of Endgame. Some people were very happy. We saw, like, Black Panther storyline. Mm -hmm. We saw uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, how they were dealing with it. However, like, you also get to see now with WandaVision, like, there mm -hmm. were some people who didn't have nice experiences at the end, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's interesting. And also how... Spider-Man Far From Home ended with his identity being revealed, right? Like, that's, it's just, yeah. I want to know what's going on next. Like, I don't, right now, I just, I want to be moving forward in this timeline. I don't want to be moving backward. Like, it doesn't really seem, like, I guess it, it, it's an option, right? But it just, it feels more, like, better to just go forward mm -hmm. instead of deciding to yeah. go back. So now that, like, we know Marvel is deciding to finally release a Black Widow movie, like, after her death, right? It just, it seems like a weird placement, right? I get, you know, sometimes when they do things like this and they try to go back in a story, you know, it's sometimes people like it because it's like, oh, even though they're gone, we're getting more content of their, yeah, them yeah. And their stories. But in this case, like, you know, the, like you said, like, they're doing it so late after you know all the films that she's been in so it just seems like you know really unnatural that they're waiting so long and even though like we're so far at this point in the mcu and like where they're headed it's just it's kind of sad because you know everyone wants to move forward and it it might just like lessen her like the hype around her yeah story. exactly because we just waited so long for it after all this time. Oh yeah, I for sure. And it, I like as sad as this to say, the fact that she already died in Avengers Endgame, 
who knows if really the events of her movie is going to have any impact towards us in future movies. Yeah. And who knows, Marvel might pull something under their, under their sleeves, right? But it's like, I don't really feel 100% like that anything happens in that scene will, or movie actually will have any importance to us in the future, right? Yeah. Like, I'm glad that we finally get her movie, that we get to see a bit about her, but we also have to remember this movie isn't going to be a full introduction to who she is. It's going to talk yeah. about her backstory, right? But it's not going to be a full, full her as she was before an Avenger, in a sense. It's going to be some of it, but not yeah, fully focus on that. It's it's more about what's happening to her at that time in the movie, rather than, like, her actual origin. Exactly, and it's kind of like, well, all the Avenger Avengers got that origin story. Why can't she? It just mm-hmm. constantly goes back to the question, why, why, why can't Black Widow be given the same exact treatment her male teammates, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And when Kevin Feige, in an interview, was asked about, well, why didn't she get this movie earlier, he had this to say. The notion of breaking out for a standalone film that takes place in the past for a character that we already knew and were already following didn't feel right. Which I honestly disagree so much with that statement. It doesn't feel like a right answer for it. It kind yeah. of just feels like he needed something to say. Like, I just don't get it. Like, of course, this was asked during Infinity War time, but it's like, I don't think that's the right answer like they he could have said something so much better yeah. than that like what do you mean that you're not willing to take the time to just go into a bit of background into one of our main characters in the mcu or like yeah i think instead of like actually like it not feeling right to him it was more of like a cup out to say like i don't know how we would do this because i don't really want to focus on that right now yeah oh yeah i, I can see that too and it's like well it can be argued well hawkeye never got his movie right mm-hmm. but here's the thing between both these characters like we mentioned it's like Black Widow has more of importance to us because of what she represents, right? Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, he's there. He is another, just another male character in this MCU. He doesn't have that much of an importance as she does. Like, she was in so many movies, mm-hmm. including Infinity War, and he yeah. didn't show up in that movie. He hardly shows up in movies. So it's kind of like, why not give it to her, right? Like, yeah. And like, to, to add on that, they had so many opportunities to do it mm-hmm. as well. Anna Dumarag, who is a writer for Screenwrite, said this. Natasha could have gotten her movie, her own solo movie, around Phase 2, just when the third of Thanos still wasn't a pivotal plot point in the MCU. Perhaps by then, people might be more excited about the project. Which is mm-hmm. perfectly stated. That's exactly what I feel, and I feel like you feel the same way. Yeah. Like, even, they didn't even have to be in Phase 2. Phase 1 could have been perfect, too, because in Phase 1, we were learning about every single introduction of these original Avengers. Like, yeah. they had this time. They just didn't want to take the time to do yeah. it. It was all about placement, but they were just, they were too lazy to do it. Exactly. It's like, I just think they have to have made decisions, better decisions. And just, it just yeah. ties back to that, right? Like, Marvel is now regretting it in a sense, right? Like, like look at it. And we can really see it with, like, COVID happening. This movie was supposed to show up, I believe it was, like, November mm-hmm. of 2019 or 2020. What else year? It was, yeah. this movie has been in production and it's ready to be released for months now. Yet it's still getting postponed and postponed and postponed. Even, I think, a couple weeks ago, we already got announced, hey, the movie's not coming out until July 9th, I believe. Which Mm. is crazy because we were supposed to get it in May. And then we were supposed to get it, I think, last, like, couple, last year as well. It's like, they should have made this movie a long time ago. And then Mm -hmm. Nina's just now just saying, hey, like, you're not going to get this movie out for a while because you decided to wait until now to give it to us. It's like, it's just a continuation of, like, her getting the shortest end of the stick. Yeah, even at death, she's still not getting yeah. that treatment, right? That she deserves, right? Like, it's crazy and unbelievable. And I think the main issue that I have with this is the fact that they they didn't give her the title of being the first MCU 
female-led movie. They gave mm-hmm. that title to Captain Marvel, which is a whole other topic we need to talk about. So our last topic is going to be about Captain Marvel's negative impact on a female representation in the MCU. So when Captain Marvel was first announced to us that she was supposed to be released in between Infinity War and Endgame, I was a little confused and surprised that they would decide to do that. You can also argue that Ant-Man and the Wasp was released during that time. However, like that movie, I feel like had a bigger impact and more like Mm-hmm. prominent role for Avengers Endgame than her movie did in a sense like with the whole like quantum physics and stuff like that that we saw that come back again in Avengers yeah, I mean, Endgame yeah Ant-Man had already started earlier so they, yeah, had, exactly. they had another start before that yeah yeah like that movie was good however then we, we start to see like that she's brought up to us out of nowhere and like then Kevin Feige in an interview told us this, she's one of the most powerful and one of the most popular characters in our comics and would be the most powerful character in the cinematic Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which is kind of like, okay, well, you expect us to now love this brand new character that we're introduced out of nowhere between two of the most important movies for the conclusion of Phase 3, right? Mm-hmm. And expect us to believe she's also the strongest character in the MCU. That's a, I thought that was a little weird because mm-hmm. it's, it's not... It, there, there's kind of like there's no build up towards it it's just she's yeah, it thrown really just in thrown. there <laughs> yeah it's like she's thrown in there out of nowhere like it's just like a solid straight line and all of a sudden you have like a weird mm-hmm. like what messed up in that line and mm-hmm. those go back to normal like i didn't get the yeah. purpose of that like it was really weird i didn't also don't believe that she's the strongest character in the mcu <laughs> she doesn't play a pivotal role in avengers and she comes out for less than five minutes so it's like why like why tell us all this information and then like when you're actually presenting it to us it's not even true right mm-hmm. like that was just super upsetting however there's one main issue that like when you tie it back to black widow that kind of just like sums it up why it's even more upsetting when marvel decided to release this movie we have to think about what they just did by having released her movie, they have now released the very first female-led superhero movie in the MCU. So now she kind of represents us females with her movie. To add, add on to that, she was released on March 8th, which is the day used to represent Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just showing you more and more like, hey, we want you guys to not believe Captain Marvel is going to be your female representation in this MCU. It's crazy because, like, why? Like, yeah. Why her? Someone we've never met, someone mm-hmm. we've never really encountered besides her one movie. And then, like you said, the less than five minutes in Avengers Endgame, like, why are you telling me she's going to represent me? Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I've, I've had a character, Black Widow, who has literally done that for movies mm-hmm. upon movies and upon movies. Like, she has represented me so well. Not this one character that we've hardly ever met who just showed up out of nowhere. It's it's like, no, I didn't understand where their I, mindset or idea came for that because, like, you and I have seen how Black Widow has grown. Yeah. We've seen her get up after every time she's getting pushed down. We've seen her put people before herself. We've seen her be somebody like us, right? Who's someone who is more human in mm-hmm. a sense. Even though she has her skills and powers, right? She's like us, and that felt good. I don't really think somebody who has all these powers that's considered to be an alien, right? Yeah. Is supposed to represent us because that's not really the same, right? Yeah. I mean, cause, just because she's human doesn't mean she's, like, any less stronger than her. Yeah. So it's just like, Marvel made, in my personal opinion, a bad decision by giving Captain Marvel all these titles and all these representation approvals, right, mm-hmm. towards Captain Marvel. Because we have a character, like we said, Black Widow, who was our female representation since day one. Mm-hmm. She was there for us when we were 
overpowered by male characters in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And we still got mo- introduced to more and more male characters as time went on. Yeah. It didn't stop. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But it's like, you can't tell me, like, all the way into... I think it's over the 20th movie that we're finally getting our first female representation movie. It's mm-hmm. like, it's crazy because we've already had somebody there yeah. the entire time. It's just from a stranger. Yeah, exactly, too. I honestly just think that by having made the decision with giving the female representation to Captain Marvel... They really just bashed onto Black Widow's character. Mm-hmm. Because if I let Black Widow die, they allowed that representation to die with her. Because they're like, okay, well, she's not gone. Here's yeah. your new person to take up that role. It's just shocking that Marvel would think that's the right decision, a right route to go. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's upsetting. Because Captain Marvel, and I understand her importance for future movies. Like we saw in WandaVision, her movie... This does play a key role. I know there's a lot of fans who hadn't got to see her movie were a little confused about characters who showed up in that movie, in that show, and then also in Spider-Man Far From Home. Like, And it's kind of like, well, you need to watch every single movie in the MCU to kind of understand what's going on. But it's also like, her movie kind of got a lot of people upset. And like, I totally get it. Yeah. So it's like, I honestly think... Her movie should have waited for a bit. Honestly, they should have waited until after. Yeah, Avengers they could have Endgame. introduced it another time. Exactly. Yeah. Like they instead of giving that movie to Captain Marvel, they should have given it to Black Widow because, in a sense, there was a time to kind of represent or present her. Like mm-hmm. if Kevin Feige is telling us, well, we didn't think it was right to be presenting her. Like, well, why did you think it was okay for us to not get a full new character, character. represented? Right. Like we kind of had to start in a sense from scratch one for her. Like why mm-hmm. was that okay? But it wasn't okay for somebody we knew already. We wanted to know more about her. Like why was that not okay? But it was okay for this brand new character. I've nowhere to say like, here you go. Love her. Mm-hmm. Believe she's your strongest hero here. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was bad placement. And I think that's probably the, I would say the most bashing thing against towards Black Widow because like, she's now had her title as female representation taken from her and given to somebody else that we're now expected to believe that's it. Yeah. To kind of conclude everything, I want to say that our my main purpose for for kind of bringing a lot of these findings up is that I kind of wanted to bring attention to stuff that I feel haven't been talked about enough, and like. By having brought having this attention be brought up, it may put potentially prevent female characters having to go through what she went through, like mm-hmm. as like a guinea pig sort of character, right? If Marvel learns, okay, well we can't do this because we've already seen the black backlash we got from it. Well, what is okay? Like, what else can we do for mm-hmm. other female characters? Hopefully, Marvel learned from their mistakes with Black Widow that they went well when it came to Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was cool, like how in. In WandaVision, how, you know, she was, she had her time to really, you know, push her way through and show that, like, she's pretty much the strongest female um, in the MCU. And you got also introduced to Monica, who was from Captain Marvel, and showed that she was also, you know, creeping her way up there, um, you know, with her strength and everything. But it is kind of unfortunate to see, you know, towards the end, how they couldn't be at at the same level, you know, you kind of saw Wanda get pushed up and at the expense of that, you know, Monica was kind of pushed down in the finale and, you know, you could tell that she was gonna get, you know, probably a, a chance to redeem herself in, in growing more in that direction, like towards the end, like it's still something that they should just work on to make where 
both females can be equally at advantage instead of one versus the other. Yeah, exactly. And I think Marvel, as I was to say, is going to learn over time that, like, we want most of our female characters to be at the same level and not, like you were saying, like, at different levels. It's it's probably going to take time, which is upsetting, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get there to the point where everything's going to be okay. And it could be that COVID happened, right, that that affected yeah. Monica's introduction to be super powerful. So... Based on that uh, post credit scene we saw for the show, we can hope that when her next introduction comes out, we can see her full potential as a character. Mm-hmm. It might, and that might be the reason why she wasn't really like super powerful in that ending scene, mm-hmm. because they wanted to kind of give her her own moment to shine and not somebody else's show. Mm-hmm. Which this is all speculation, right? But in the end, our main thing that we want to kind of like bring focus is like we want to Marvel to understand like you bring us good female characters, right? However, there's times where you're going to make bad decisions towards those characters. Mm-hmm. And we want you to know, like, we don't want that anymore. We just want yeah. you to decide that these people are their own own persons. They're their own humans, right? They don't need to rely on anybody else. And that's what she taught me, right? Like, I am my own person, and I don't need to be tied down tied down to what is considered to be normal as a female in this, in this world, right? Mm-hmm. So, thank you so much for watching with us and staying with us. We hope you guys enjoyed what we said and agree with everything else we said. Thank you.